Hello again, and welcome to Faith, Family, and Politics. I'm your host, Joshua Cummins. We're going to have a really big show today. That's our good friend, Louis Rodriguez, on recording this week. Um, he's unfortunately at home um, sick, so be uh, praying for him so that he gets uh, gets well, because we, we love having him here in studio. Uh, he's one of our most rambunctious uh uh, I say co-host or, or <laughs> commentators, and we love having him. So make sure you got some get some prayers in for him. Um, next to me this week, we've got the young Cameron Reed. How you doing tonight, sir? Doing well. Glad to be back on. It's always a pleasure. Across from him, we got our special guest, Miss Crystal Rosati. Rosati, that's right. Rosati. <laughs> <laughs> I had to write it down because I want to make sure I get it right. <laughs> And then uh, bringing the message this week, we've got my father, Gary Moore. Welcome, one and all. Good to be here. And uh, yeah, just a little bit closer there, Pop. Yeah, I know. And, <laughs> and, uh, don't take much to get away from it. <laughs> if you haven't seen it before, he's, he's the host of More on the More. So make sure that you're going, just like you're subscribed to this channel, I'm sure, make sure you're going over and subscribing to his YouTube channel and checking that out. Um, get, a lot get, of good church messages. Faith-based. Faith-based. Yeah. And uh, we do get a little carried away. There are some uh, family videos on there that uh, some vacation trips that uh, I have went on that had a good time with. So if, uh, just keep watching. We'll eventually get into where we're kind of at the riverside, at the lakeside, and maybe even buy a few moors and uh, see what we can get into. Get some fishing in there. Yes. Yeah. And then um, also while you're at it, you know, you want to check out everything Revolver Broadcasting. Um, we had some shows drop this week. We had a couple episodes of A Few Shots. Um, if you haven't seen that show before, it's a show where we grab a political figure or celebrity or s- something of that caliber, and, and uh, we, we take a few shots at them verbally. Um, so be sure to check that out. It's a lot of fun. Um, and then, you know, also while you're checking that out, you want to make sure that you're watching our other our newest show, Work Out With Jesus Dudes. That, that Features uh, young Mr. Cameron Reed here and also our perfect producer, Sterling Metcalf Allen. He's over there in the booth just shaking his head like, you're embarrassing me, sir. Uh, <laughs> um, Keep embarrassing him. Yeah. But they're doing a good job and, and they're they're, <laughs> they're working out and working hard. So um, show them some love and give them some comments and, uh, yeah, make sure that you're subscribed to all of this. Uh, and we're not just on YouTube. You know, we're, on, we're also on Rumble and anywhere you download your audio podcasts. So, uh, yeah, you can get us, get us just about everywhere. We're also on True Social and, and Facebook and, yeah. So, yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to miss us. So look, look underneath Revolver Broadcasting. You'll find all of it. Okay, Dad. Uh, all right, gotta, let's have a quick word of prayer, and then we'll jump into the message. All righty? Uh, what's the title real quick just before we do? God's Abundant Love. God's or abundant. No, actually, we, we agreed on e, uh, Enoch's Walk. Yeah, Enoch's That's Walk. That's what we agreed to. Or Ewok for short. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, brother, e, brother Enoch may not appreciate it near as much as uh, the Star Wars fans that we have. But, I know uh, Mr. Hess is out there just yes. laughing his butt off right now. So. Exactly, exactly. He's he's looking for an Ewok to show up sometime. Yeah. All right, let's have a quick word of prayer. Absolutely. Gracious Heavenly Father, we give you praise, going on, first for our salvation, Lord. We thank you that you give us this opportunity, Lord, to kind of sit around the table, Lord, and just have a, a good time with family and friends, Lord, as we not only look at the Scripture, Lord, but communicate how, how your Word affects our lives, Lord. And on top of that, take time to look at 
specific topics that are affecting our friends and loved ones around the world, Lord, those that are affected by many different things, Lord, that we just don't have good answers for, but, Lord, we have you to give us wisdom and guidance and understanding upon, and we can relate this information to those that need to hear that there is more to these these topics than what the news says. And it's critical that we open our minds and open our hearts to learn, not just about your word, but what's going on in the world today. We ask all of this in Jesus' blessed and holy name. Amen. 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 All right. Well, we're going to be looking in Genesis chapter 5. That's the first book for you uh, yes. people that have never cracked open a Bible. Yes, <laughs> the very first book of the Bible, where everything starts. All right, Enoch lived 65 years and begat Methuselah, which just happens to be the oldest man in Scripture, but uh, we're not going to necessarily look at his his walk, but uh, Methuselah was 300 years and begat sons and daughters, and all the days of Enoch were 300 and 65 years. And Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for your word. What we want to look at today, in a very quick topic to say the least, Yeah. I'm um, seeing how it's like, need a five-minute message for 30 minutes. <laughs> go. All right, well, here we go. You've got Enoch, someone that had the relationship I think all Christians really want. We want that closeness, not only with God, but with Jesus. Jesus said, follow me. That's what he identified to his disciples. What we have here is a gentleman that loved God and wanted to commune with God so closely that it identified that he walked with God. So he walked with God. He communicated with God. He rejoiced with God to the point that God said, you know what? And We're going to run with the notion that this was when God took him may have been about the time of the flood. And now, not going to be dogmatic upon that. That is is kind of my viewpoint, and a couple other people have have kind of referenced that that may be the case, Um, but not going to be dogmatic upon that. Um, But what we have here is God loved him to the point that he said, you know what, I'm not going to make you go through the flood. I'm, I love you so much. I want to continue our walk here at my house. We've walked around your yard. We've, we've walked many a miles in your neighborhood. We've walked the streets of the cities. We've, we've walked the mountaintops and the trails. Let me show you what we've got up here in heaven. Let me show you my house. Let's walk around the river. Let's walk the streets of gold. So, he says, come on home. That's, that's what we all want at some point. If we really, truly believe where we are in our relationship with God, we want a closer walk to yeah. the point that, you know, there, we, I, more than anything, we've got days we're like, okay, Lord, I see how this day's going. Come on back now. Just come back now. You know, completely being slightly selfish to say the least because in the end, we haven't given everyone the opportunity to be saved. So, you know, asking God to come back now really isn't fair to someone that may be saved later on. But um, that's why we got to continue to wait and continue that walk, continue that journey with God. Yeah. 
So as we go forward, we we seen as in David was listed as a man after own God's own heart. So yeah. he worked and walked flawed as he was. And, and, yeah, <laughs> as flawed. So so just just to be in mind when you when someone goes through and says I'm too bad for God to love me. It's like yeah. <laughs> look at David. Well, let's just discuss David just a little bit. Kind of he got to be king, and then instead of going out to war, he ended up committing adultery with someone else's wife that is like this dude, her husband, Uriah, was a amazing warrior yeah, he, for uh, David. He truly. cleaned her husband. I mean, um, truly. got rid of her husband. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, Go uh, fight on the front lines. Yeah, yeah. we're going to send you to the hottest portion of the battle, and just so... Everything of my indiscretions, all my sins, I can try to hide. We're going to send you there, and then we're going to pull out, and then you're going to die, and then everything's going to be fine. No, it didn't. So let's. But moving past that, when Samuel came to David and gave him a parable about a man that uh, took the little lamb from his neighbor to feed his friend that came in for a visit. He said, well, this man needs to, you know, he needs to be tarred, feathered, hung out to dry, all of that. And Samuel just kind of is like, it's you. And so you get that in, you know, if you filmed that, that would be that moment that the camera would go, yeah, right in here. Egg on his face. face. (laughs) (laughs) Crack the fresh egg on his face real quick. So he's like, oh, darn, it's me, (laughs) you know. Not quite the dramatic effect as, you yeah. know, the way Hollywood would put it. Oh, yeah. oh darn. The gasp was surprising. <laughs> the, you know, the that, major gasp. That's like the the uh, the Wisconsin way of putting it. Oh, darn. Oh, darn. Yes. <laughs> Gosh darn it there. Gosh darn it there. <laughs> um, so, yes, no. And so, so just saying, okay, here's a man that is flawed, but God still identified that he was a man after his own heart. And so many people kind of look at that phrase, a man after his own heart. It's like, so him and God were alike. I said, no, he was a man that was after God's heart. Yeah. So kind of break that down and look at it in, in its actual context. David wanted a closer walk with God. He, he loved the relationship that he had with God. And I think that's where we all want to be. Uh, I know for me, I want a closer walk with him. And there, there's, there's days, I mean, David even said, you know, many times David went through and said, incline your ear to me, Lord. You know, are you listening? So... So there were times where he felt very alone, where at other times he felt as though God was right there. He just, you know, he could reach out and say, ah, there you are, God. You're still right there. Yeah. And I think, I think we've all had a little, little bit of that in our prayer yeah. lives. <laughs> yeah. And, and a lot of times what ends up taking place in reality is when we get in that type of a fashion, it's not that God is far from us. It's like whatever we've yeah. got in this hand is, is more fancy and God's saying, Right here's my hand. It's it's, you know, here's my hand. You're like, we just gotta learn to let but go. I, but Lord, this, and he's like, well, let go of that and go like that. That's what God's wanting, and that's what we all really want. But there's days that we just cannot do that. Mm-hmm. Enoch was that type of person that said, I I am surrendering all to God, and I'm gonna walk with Him. I'm gonna get to talk with Him. And that's a beautiful thing. That's the walk that we all want. We want that type of a walk. Yeah. When we get that type of a walk, even in our darkest times, and, and that's one of the things, if uh, you get the opportunity, I'm wanting to say it's it's either on Saturday nights 
or Sunday nights, uh, Voice of the Martyrs. Yeah. Um, very good information and really talks about people in third world countries and in Asia and China that are being persecuted for their love of the Lord. And they're not asking for prayer to stop the persecution. They're saying that they can have the strength to fight on through the persecution. Yeah. So they're they're sitting back going, hey, Jesus took the stripes, and I've been healed by him. So if that's the case, then I can I can walk through a little mud and mire and muck, yeah. and, and that's going to be okay. Because in the end, I know whose hand I have a hold of. It's not my situation that's over here. I know who's got a hold of my hand, and he's going to carry me through. So when we get to that type of mindset, and that's the tough thing for us here in America. We're spoiled. Well, (laughs) we're overly blessed. Yeah. yeah. Because, um, you know, um, we can have a fistful of dollar bills, and we are richer than a lot of third world countries, Mm -hmm. just having a fistful of dollar bills. We can go through and say, I've got $5 in my hand, and that's, we'll say, that's nothing. $5 is nothing. Well, someone in a third world country is looking at that $5 going, okay, now our money ratio is that for each dollar is about 25 of our dollars, and that $25 for each of those dollars, you know, I'm looking at 125. Well, considering of, of, inflation, it might yeah. be a little closer. Well, well so <laughs> I just, you know, dollar to 25 just seems like it, yeah. it kind of gives that, which which there's a lesson even in that because when you look at that type of rate, if you're willing to step in at the bottom level with God and say, this is my walk, God is saying, I'm going to bless you here. So you're walking here, but I'm going to bless you up to here. Yeah. So you're working this hard. You can't outgive God. But that's, God's going to sure. do this. And each time you you will continue to walk, he'll keep moving things forward. That's the beautiful thing about Enoch's walk yeah. is is literally, that, that, that very well it may have been the case. It's like, so they're sitting there walking along. We're walking up the mountain. And then next time they get to the top of the mountain, it's like, well, I want to keep on walking, so just walk up with me. And they just walk up into the cloud. Um, and that may have been the case. I, I don't know. I wasn't there. Um, that may be something I get to ask, but it, in all honesty, if I think once I get to heaven, I'll kind of be in that state of mind that I'm not really worried about asking any question. Right. <laughs> I just might be, yes, I just want to enjoy for a while. <laughs> yeah. I'm here and uh, let's sing. And I'll be able to sing really sing, voice. you know, Barry Manilow and uh, old Buble, <laughs> step aside. Let me show you how it's done. And uh, so, hanging out with Jesus, talking about parte. Yeah, parte. <laughs> and uh, he might have a little more twang with it. You, you don't know. He may be a little more redneck. It might be parte. <laughs> well, is it parte or? Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's that's where we want to be. Fair enough. When you think. When you look at the disciples, um, Peter, good example. Jesus looked at him and said, you know, you're going to deny me three times. He denies him. But in the end, where was he when he denied him? He was still an eye shot of Jesus. So, yes, they were separated, but they were still an eye shot of each other. And he realized it. And it, it, it literally broke his heart when he, when he heard that crow, when the rooster crow it just it crushed him. He stepped away and yeah. with a repentant heart was like, "I gave up everything I had." Can't imagine that pain. He's yeah. like, I, 
the walk that I had with Jesus, I threw it away because of fear. Zach Williams got a good song, Fear is a Liar. Yeah. Listen to it. Um, <laughs> Uh, so it's not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Not just, a sponsor. We just like him. Not at all. Just, just uh, you know, there's, you know, uh, you know. There's a lot of good songs out there, uh, yeah. um, but it's it's having that avenue that you can go through, and as you're walking, you can get closer, or you can step off the path. And a lot of people find themselves stepping off the path, and that's the scary part. A lot of times, when we step off, we want to blame something else. For causing that, and it's usually us. Um, Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz said, "Follow the yellow brick road." Mm-hmm. You get to the Wizard of Oz. You can get to Oz and get to the Wizard if you follow the yellow brick road. God is saying, "Follow me." It's the simplest thing. Well, some might say that that's a narrower road. Oh, to, good to go down. It's a narrower road to get to heaven than it is to get to the Wizard of Oz, which isn't going to get you anywhere because in the end. What was the wizard able to do for? Don't mind the man behind the curtain. Well, guess what? We've got a lot of men behind the curtain um, in today's society, and we'll get it. We'll get into topics like those in those political topics. That last half hour, yeah. Yes, in that last half hour. But that's where we're at. We we take our eyes off of who we have been walking with. When Christ put upon your heart to surrender, when He said, "I love you." I've knocked and you hear that knock and you surrender. That's when you got to realize it's like he loves me. When you love someone, you want to be close to him. And, uh, Robin Williams. And, uh, he says, you know, I, I can't live without my kids. It's like, it's asking me like not to be able to breathe. Oh yeah. That's, and, and, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Mrs. Yeah. Doubtfire. So just kind of giving references for those that kind of need some some different references. I'm sure there's young people out there going, what is Mrs. Doubtfire? Mrs. Doubtfire? <laughs> we, have, we have some younger viewers, so sure that's now. a movie that you Who's should watch. Robin Williams? <laughs> oh, breaks my heart, too. Cam, you didn't, you didn't ask those questions, did you? No. Okay. Okay, good. I, I'm Thank glad. God. Thank the Lord. Um, a troubled, a, definitely a troubled life. If he would have looked to God rather than to in himself, life could have been very different. The outcome that he had would not have been the outcome that took place. Um, so that's that's why it's critical for us to walk. And we can see with Enoch, God carried him home. He said he was alive, and now he's not. Why? Because God said, come on up with me. Um when you look at Elijah and Elijah, it's like if you keep watching, you can have the double portion. And literally, with a, with a whirlwind, here comes the chariot of fire, up he goes. He got a double portion. God is saying, walking with me, I not only give you a double portion, I'll give you a quadruple portion. You can have more of what I have for you. And that's a beautiful thing. And a lot of people are like, oh, well, you're, Preaching prosperity. I know, not prosperity. I'm saying you will have a walk and a life that gives you a sense of peace that goes beyond understanding. Yep. So yep. many people like to put put faith into a box. It doesn't work like that. Christ didn't work like that. Christ wants you to open up your mind, 
Open up your heart. Open up your ears. Listen, hear, think. We've got a society today that's saying, don't listen to them because they're going to lead you wrong. Mm -hmm. What do you feel is right? So it's like, Cameron, if you don't think this is right, you can tell them they're wrong. Okay, so so if I don't believe that one plus one is two, I tell him he's wrong, and he has to accept it. Okay, now, I know that is the absolute extreme analogy, but that's kind of where we're at today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so Upside-down yeah. world. Yes, upside-down world. Let's get into those. So it's, it's, it is philosophy of truth. God's truth is absolute. The world's truth is relative. So it is critical for us to to walk with the one that brought us to the dance. Jesus, uh, Jesus, God spoke. They, along with the Holy Spirit, spoke life into the world. It was spoken. Genesis 1-1 for God. Uh, let me just go back here so I don't mess up. Because, see, see I'm, I'm one that will... It's like you, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved over upon moved upon the face of the waters, and God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light was good. So, so God spoke life and death, light and dark. So many of us want to enjoy the darkness. God is offering light, just like what's over the top of our head. This isn't a good podcast when you ain't got the lights on. You just can't see anybody. Disembodied voices. Yes. Just <laughs> Speaking across the room. Exactly. Only at Halloween. Yes. <laughs> we missed that episode. Yeah. This, is a fancy, this is a fancy quad light over yes. top of us, yes. too. Yes. So yes. Yeah. We, we got some of that special... Special lighting, you know, just, it gives it off and just, you know, it's just a beautiful thing. A little bit of them LEDs. LEDs. <laughs> just lends to the notion that when little light goes out, the rest of them still keep working. Not like them uh, other bulbs. When, incandescence. Yeah, incandescence. When they gone. They fickle. They gone. <laughs> so, anyway. Wrapping this, <laughs> ring, reeling this back in. Reeling Cam, this back Cam in. Cam turning beet red here. Yeah. <laughs> Never fair, Cam. I'll keep, I, Cameron, Always I will. Always afraid. Yes. <laughs> ne- never fear when you've got God. Um, except and and there God. you go. Well, <laughs> yeah, except for the fear of God. That's true. Yes. Well, <laughs> that's healthy. healthy there there healthy is a healthy fear. <laughs> what you can fear here on earth does not need to be. And the fear of God is 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 kind of a deep subject, and that is for another another, another episode, episode, to say the least. But we're we're discussing a walk, Enoch's walk. Enoch walked with God on earth, and then was not on earth. So, if we want to get on to the other side, then we need to be walking with the one that created us made formed man out of the dust of the ground. So many say we're glorified mud balls. Well, I'm a little less than that. I'm of the dust. He, he scooped up. He got the dust. He says, got the stuff that forms on the table before everything gets wiped off. Um, you know, took that and made man. So when God 
sees who you are and seeing your form, seeing your beginning to the end and knows your outcome in life and rejoices in it, especially when we have come to know him as our Lord and Savior. So walk close with him. Be like Enoch. If you want to find that final destination, keep walking with God, keep reading his word, and by all means, share it what Jesus Christ has been asking us to do all along. And with that, that's going to be this message. <laughs> walk close, just as Enoch. Yeah. Have an Enoch walk with God. Yeah, learn how to get your Ewok on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like Enoch. Yeah, no. like Enoch. <laughs> yes, you know, the... the Not the uh, fuzzy bear suit. <laughs> yes. Walk, walk the bangles the may have had... Uh, yeah, the like Bengals may have had walk like Egyptian. <laughs> we walk like Enoch. Walk like an Enoch. Enoch. <laughs> walk like an Enoch. As he walked here and in, in heaven. heaven. Yes. Yeah. So there is a great blessing. Salute to those who walk with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So, I. Uh, I didn't have a whole lot, um, to think about uh, this week as far as family portion, but we had a Thanksgiving. Uh, day yesterday, so I thought, how about uh, you know, we share a little bit of our Thanksgivings uh, stories. Uh, Dad, you and I shared Thanksgiving together. Yep. Um, that just ended up being the same story. <laughs> we ate, different perspectives. We watched football. Right. <laughs> I managed to lose my uh, my AirPods, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then found them. I found them. Uh, I. <laughs> We have it confirmed. <laughs> no, I, I confirmed. I, I confirmed. I found them. Right, uh, yeah, right. they. Uh, yeah, so they turned out to be here. That is. Uh, that's, that's good. Why in the world did it ping at Jim's house then? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know, man. Uh, I think. I think that the wires got crossed. So for those who don't know the story, what happened? <laughs> so wires got crossed, which is interesting yeah, with something that right. has no wire. Yeah, yeah. that's wireless. Uh, yeah. So I. Th- I think what happened. Uh, this is my. That's deep. That's deep. <laughs> Cameron's going to need a minute. Yeah. He's got to process that. It's like no wire. He's got that little. I've, I've ran my entire life with a wire, and something is wireless. Oh my gosh! Yes, this is the technology. The phones are now wireless. He's got the processing circle in front of his forehead. There is buffering yeah. my entire life. It all depends upon which direction it's going. If it's going this way, you're fine. If it's going this way, then you've got an issue. Yeah, counterclockwise. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, my, Unless you're on the southern hemisphere, and that changes everything. Uh, my my AirPod my AirPods are a big part of my life. I, I'm, yes. I'm wearing them in my ears constantly. I, I'm probably you don't have them in now, do you? No, <laughs> <laughs> under the headset. Uh, okay. uh, how how irresponsible of me, and yet so ingenious. No, um, <laughs> might help. It might, <laughs> um, but uh, I I have them in all the time. I'm, I'm using them for all because we're we're busy here with revolvers. So I'm always you know if I'm not talking with my day job and work using them there for work there. I, I'm got, I'm using them for stuff that we're doing here. So they're almost always in my ears and, and yeah, so I, I, they were on me. I usually came in my, my Levi's fifth pocket, you know, and, uh, uh, they just so happened to have dropped out somewhere, uh, yeah. somewhere along the lines. I thought we was at my, my brother's house for Thanksgiving yesterday. Um, and good Turkey. Yeah, it was really good turkey. Really good turkey. Not that he'll watch this episode, but if he happens to, and let him know that it's good turkey. <laughs> um, but now, if you want to know where this excellent bird came from, give them the email address that they can securely contact you, and we'll let them know. 
Oh yeah, uh, so that's that's a good segue there, Pop, and, and that deserves a fist bump. So if you want to securely contact us and you don't want to have Mark Zuckerberg all up in your messages or Susan Wojcicki, um, just message us at info at revolverbroadcasting.com. Info at revolverbroadcasting.com. That way you can securely message us. We hope to hear from you. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll get that information to you. Yes. Uh, or any other questions you might have. Um, of course, if you're on YouTube or Rumble, certainly comment and everything. But most definitely, yeah. Um, but yeah, message you can message us securely there. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I they were in my pocket, and I thought I thought for sure that I had the, the AirPods on me at James's house, and, and maybe I did, maybe I didn't. I don't know uh, at this point. But um, yeah, so Peyton, my niece, your granddaughter, Dad, um, <laughs> uh, she also has the exact same kind. Yes. Uh, they're second gen AirPods, and uh, for those Apple geeks out there, um, and for whatever reason, I think that my phone, while we were there, must have picked up her AirPods and thought that they were mine, oh. and kept pinging it back there at James's house. Oh, all so, right. Now that makes sense. Yeah, that's my conjecture. I don't know if that's what happened, but I'm just assuming that that's what happened because it it doesn't make any sense other other way sense in my mind <laughs> i believe it's actually a government conspiracy yeah. obama it's, it's artificial achieved intelligence and fauci yeah. along with fauci with the <laughs> with the covid you know stratosphere the, the coalition and you know the it, it tied in and went against you klaus schwab from the world yes. economic forum for sure i'm yes, sure it was absolutely. Klaus schwab. yes yes he's the most evil man in the world <laughs> Uh, he even sounds evil when he talks. I don't know if he you're, <laughs> for those who don't <laughs> look he's up. very Hitler-like. Yeah, he's very Hitler-esque. Uh, if, you, if you don't know who Klaus Schwab is, I, I recommend that you look him up. Look up World Economic Forum. I won't go too far down that rabbit hole because uh, Susan Wojcicki's probably watching right now. So <laughs> we don't want to get kicked off of YouTube. But we'll just say Google those things and, and, and take a look for yourself. Google um, the truth. Yeah. Um, or, or whatever search engine you use. You know, yes. DuckDuckGo. I like DuckDuckGo. I'm a big fan of that. In the end, um, research. Yeah, I go back anyway, to the anyway. location of the AirPods. So, uh, so. I, I, I actually took a trip back to James's house today because I thought that's where they were. And uh, we searched high and low, and he was actually having uh, Thanksgiving with the in-laws today because um, they wanted to – they just couldn't have both families in the same house, I guess. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know how that works, but uh, – um, anyhow, they were having their Thanksgiving today. And so I, I kind of crashed their party a little bit looking for my AirPods and they're like, Hey Josh, how's it going? And I was like, Oh, I wish, I, w- times too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish I was here for better circumstances, but I'm looking for my AirPods. And, uh, yeah, so we, we looked all around and we just, we just never found them. I get home and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm cleaning, a clean up. I have to regularly clean my living room twice a day. Uh, cause there's two German shepherds here at the house. Um, and is just so much dog hair. So while I'm cleaning up and I turning over chairs and stuff just so happens there they are sitting on the floor underneath one of the chairs. And I felt like, and like the widow woman that swept the floor and found her money. (laughs) Josh did not invite anyone over to party because he had found his air belts. (laughs) Yeah. So I I felt a little bit like a Democrat. (laughs) 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 It was a real dunce moment. Um, <laughs> I've, I've lost my phone to one of your chairs too. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, now I can honestly say I, I saw did. Find, I found it underneath one of my armchairs. I saw yeah. a video of a lady that was in. Um, she was 
it was chain link fence, but it was almost like a, a cave that was over a uh, ravine or whatever. So mm. her friend is taking video and she kind of lays down and then you see something fall out of her pocket. Oh, and the caption is, this is going to hurt. And you see this phone falling and you know, it's not falling two foot. It's not falling three foot. It's falling like 300 feet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not getting that one back. Mm-hmm. You think? <laughs> I don't think we're going to find a part of it. If it was one. an iPhone, it's now applesauce. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Apple Salusi. Absolusi. <laughs> yes. Uh, but uh, I think I think Thanksgiving was uh, was pretty joyous yesterday at, uh, oh, yeah. at James's house. Went, went pretty well. Yeah. Um, Watch the lo- the Lions lose again. <laughs> which like is just funny. About every I year. mean, there was just about as many new. <laughs> there was just about as many New Yorkers in in Detroit than there was Detroit people, and that's that's kind of harsh. Well, but up, now, upstate night, now, upstate New York's got a lot more money than Detroit. Well, in all fairness, Detroit's. You know, Buffalo it's, it's not had so to well. <laughs> kind of uh, was allowed to adopt Detroit as their home field, while the state, upstate New York, is digging out of the extensive amount of snow that they received. Yeah, just uh, recently. eight foot, I think it was. Uh, close to eight foot. Yeah, that's crazy amounts of snow. I can't imagine. They said it was going to be like June before it thaws out or something. When like when, when all of it is completely <laughs> gone, I'm sitting back thinking, you know what? You can go on that California doesn't have enough water. I'm thinking. Right. Ship them New York. Just just ship them. Yeah. yeah, How longer do we need an oil pipeline? We need a water Water pipeline. pipeline. (laughs) (laughs) Dig. (laughs) Dig, baby, dig. (laughs) Yes, we can can get it to California. They they throw that snow into some big big container trucks, and they can just ship it. By the time it gets there, it'll be water. Yeah, just, just. And throw it into tankers by the time they get, yeah, What's yeah that the Until amount of diesel. Run out of diesel. Yeah. yeah. And, what, well, they can use their electric now? trucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those efficient <laughs> electric, electric trucks <laughs> that, 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 that get charged in no way <laughs> by beautiful, clean coal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'd be like the Metro buses down here. Yeah. Yeah. The red line that all the buses kept stopping in the winter last year and blocking traffic. Yeah. It, uh, well, that 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 great uh, that great red line. Every time it stops, has now caused create craters in their stop zones. So, <laughs> um, so now they've got problems where because those vehicles are so heavy, the the roadways are not set up or designed to handle that kind of weight. So now they're they're going to have to go back through all those stop points. They're going to have to tear out and redo again. So they put it all in just to take it all back out. Not to mention. They never made money off of it. No. But we're moving forward with the purple line and the blue line and the green line. So, you know. Yeah. Well, if we failed once, why not try four more times? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't yeah. you just love government? No. <laughs> I, I, love, I love the fact that the engineer only gives just enough information. Listen, man, i got to have a job in four years. Exactly. So here's a four-year project. <laughs> so we're going to do just good enough for this four years, and then they'll come back to me for the next four years. So, yes, there, there's yeah. highway work. I, I it's interesting. I want to be the people that put these Michigan lefts in and engineer the stuff that's going on at 31. Yeah, that, that looked kind of odd. It, it, it no made sense. sense. Well, to one degree, it made sense 
because you're getting rid of half of the people that come up to turn at that light because you're sending these, them. These are very local. Uh, so you got to explain a little bit of okay, what we're talking right. about well, here. These very local references. Okay. So <laughs> in a north south, you get off the interstate and immediately there's a light. Yeah. And before they made the changes. So you've got people that want to turn on to what is Thompson. So you've got 465 and then like maybe a half mile south of 465, they throw in Thompson. So there's Thompson. You've got people that want to turn left, turn right, and then you've got north and south and east and west traffic. So what you end up with is in your turn lanes, north, south, east, and west, are like 60 cars that all want to turn. But they don't let 60 people turn. They let five cars turn. Yeah. And that's if, 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 let me just rate, <laughs> if the person at the front of the line isn't playing on their dad blasted phone. Right. Or a it semi. Or, yes, or a semi. Traffic right. frustrates him, if you can't tell. Just, just a little. <laughs> just a little. Just, just this much, right? He's, he's always going, Lord, give me strength to get through this traffic jam. I try to stay away from places that have traffic jams, um, yeah. which isn't easy. Uh, and, I've, I've seen and, him get real mad at a guy, and he said, I'm going to pray for you. <laughs> and that guy just. I didn't pull a trigger. I'm going to pray for you. The only trigger that got pulled was one to God. It's like, God, you're going to have to deal with him because you're already still dealing with me because i got to deal with him. And for that, so, we yes. give thanks. We give thanks. Amen. Um, so, yes, no, it's traffic is crazy. I get it, but I don't get it. It, it is. It would almost seem to be easy. You annex so much other stuff. Why not go ahead and annex that intersection, put the bridge across it, or dig down and let north or east-west go underneath Or you can 31. just do like Carmel and just install oh, good. one no, of 50,000 no, no, roundabouts. No, 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 no. <laughs> then you're running You know that. how I feel about them. I don't like them at all, but... <laughs> then, then you're running a roundabout that runs from from Epler. <laughs> from, from, uh, let's see, Epler, Edgewood. Edgewood, Edgewood is south. Edgewood is south of Thompson. So you're running from Edgewood up to Troy. It's all roundabouts. <laughs> It's, it's, it's not lane. multiple round, uh, roundabouts. It's just one. <laughs> one big six. I can't get left. I can't get left. <laughs> Look, kids, like part of circle. it. Big Ben. Like the circle. Yeah. Yes. On yeah, the, the south side. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, <laughs> even on the, the circle downtown Indianapolis, is, is, it can be really frustrating to get through there. because That's always, why you never go to the inside lane. Oh, but it, no, it doesn't matter. Like, because people will, they double and triple park down there on the circle. I, I have to go through there quite a bit and. I, I'll deliver packages over to FedEx over there for my day job sometimes, and um, you know, <laughs> just I, dropping I like them off at the end of days. I have a convertible, and I took my friend down on the circle. We were just driving around one night, and I just kept going around it and around it and around it. And you know, there's like these guys on motorcycles that park, and they just kind of hang out. So I pulled over. I said, "Excuse me, I'm lost. Can you tell me how to get off the circle?" <laughs> <laughs> And they looked at me like, are you serious? You just turn off one of the streets. I like yeah, having fun with people like left. that. Yeah. Sooner or later, left just turn, turn right. Left turn. Left turn. Left turn. Left turn. Left turn. <laughs> they said this was the smallest NASCAR track. Have, have I have I lapped everyone yet? Indy really is race town. 
Exactly. <laughs> I'm they're on the brickyard. On, they're racing on 465, and then you get into the inner city, and we're still racing. Yeah. The, the size of the track is just in smaller. Yeah. Yes, in the circle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, young uh, young race car drivers. Mama, I made it. I'm on I the brick. It. I'm on the brickyard. I'm on the brickyard. <laughs> <laughs> made the big time now, boys. We made the brickyard. So yeah, no, it. Uh, yeah, that's so that that intersection is. It makes sense, but doesn't make sense, and it's just in the end, I feel it's stupid. Watching it Cam is. laugh is making me laugh. Yes, so, it's a beautiful thing. He, he tries to hide See, his face. He's, he doesn't he's just trying to hide. Share Let your joy. Release the joy. <laughs> <laughs> Let the angels sing as your laughter pours from you. <laughs> we have to still explain what it is, though. Now they're okay. making the change yes. to where you have three lanes basically going south off the highway. People coming onto those three lanes trying to get in the far left lane, et cetera, et cetera. Now they make you go down and do a U-turn. And come back to turn what would have been left. Now you have to turn right on Thompson. Yeah. Plus construction. Well, no, no, no. They have you crossing over now. You oh, go. You did go. They did they do more? Work? Yeah. Yeah. Plus that little so, Y. The little Y thing. So they got going on. Yeah. You've got your three lanes that run south. Your far left lane is your turn lane to cross over the northbound lanes to a central lane. That is in between the lanes that turn, that turn from Thompson. You've got two lanes that come north from Thompson up to 31, up near the exit to get onto 465, and there's a light for them. Well, you've got a light to turn left to go towards them that puts you in a single lane that will allow you to turn left onto Thompson. It, it like I said, it don't make any sense, but it makes sense. And the te- unless you're on the intersection, you kind of look at it as those. Okay, I kind of see that they want to get rid of half of the sixty cars, and this is a way you can hide the six half of the sixty cars. Hide them, but you're not. Fixing you you the hide problem. them. Well, <laughs> yeah, you're kind of fixing it, but you're not. Um, so yeah, no, it it the process. Is is absolutely backwards. And well, I know uh, what Hogshead was thinking during Thanksgiving last year. You know how I can ruin the Indiana drivers' lives. Right. <laughs> right. Well, if you watch, uh, if you like the police show that is currently running, uh, the vast majority of people don't have a driver's license or it's suspended. So yeah, actually, I mean, uh, really, what I does give it you matter? A statistic <laughs> for the state of Indiana: seventy uh, percent of all drivers in the state of Indiana do not have a driver's license. It's pretty bad. I'm part of thirty percent of drivers, and only sixty five percent. The sixty five of that percent of that percentage rate actually have a state ID. So the rest of them are just running around with nothing. Yeah, that's why so often you see on these police shows like Cops and things. They say, "You got an ID?" Well, no. You know you're supposed to have that. Uh, because well, no. it's well, very well could be you know that you suspended. Know, you know, Plausible you know deniability. Yeah. yeah. And they say, what is your name? And they get real quiet because they know they got warrants. <laughs> I always enjoy those shows. Yeah, so. Cops is one of my favorite sh- all-time TV shows. Um, probably is my favorite. But uh, Thanksgiving stuff, so. Yeah, Thanksgiving. Uh, All I right, think we so. kind of we went into yeah. ours a little bit. We, we went yeah. a little long. So, yeah. Cam, do you have a, a Thanksgiving story to share um. potentially? Not really, just knowing that I'm back from this year. It's the only thing I'm thankful for. I have more thankful for for this year. 
What, what do you mean? Did you make sure you're talking into the, no. the, the microphone for sure? But uh, um, so Sterling didn't invite you over. We have the family Thanksgivings that we do. Yeah. Uh, so. You didn't get to hang out with him? <laughs> He's always nah. with his hands up. Like, <laughs> uh, I mean, Sterling's a blast. Come on. I mean, two two wild and crazy guys like yourselves. You just, you just didn't have a a spectacular feast of entertainment. I know Sarah was cooking up a storm. So you guys, you yeah, had we to had, get to eat we some had of that. Uh, Sarah's family Thanksgiving, and then we had our our uh, Thanksgiving down. I don't even know what where that was for us. Yeah. <laughs> Another yeah. location than home. His sister's <laughs> house. Down south for so you had you some turkey, turkey ham, red oh, rolls, double lots, meat, lots of desserts, lots of desserts. Oh, you can never go wrong with desserts. I'm sorry, you just can't. Yeah, what was your chocolate eclair cake? Chocolate eclair cake. Oh, yeah, oh, uh, <laughs> I think your brother, his uh, his in laws, his his. Uh, father-in-law made a chocolate carrot cake that was stellar. Oh, I, I don't, I, I don't know. Yeah. I never get invited to those. <laughs> well, every now and then, it's you probably because uh, every now and then there's like they'll have something and then it's left over. It's or we find uh, out about it and it's like, oh, really? Okay, so <laughs> so cake still here? Yeah. Okay, Kim, my wife, come home with a slice. So it's like really good. So yes, I can relate. I don't. I don't get invited to too many of those family mixers because I tend to talk politics at Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm one of those. Yeah. Ergo, why he's on the leash for this coming one for tomorrow. <laughs> yes. We got to go up to my folks and uh, hang out up there. So I was already told. I said no politics. I'm like, we'll do our best. So stand outside and pretend I'm a smoker. My <laughs> 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 mime it. So, uh, do you have a Thanksgiving uh, story to share for us? We don't. We don't have a lot of family local. Um, my husband's parents just moved to Indianapolis from Massachusetts last year because his dad's got Alzheimer's. Um, Sorry to hear that. Yeah, and they just put him in a facility a month ago, full time. So, his parents and his kids stopped by, but that's all we have here. My family's all in Florida. So we loan our house out to our friends for their family Thanksgiving, oh, well. and they invite friends. Um, the beauty of it is I don't like to really cook, so it's a pigeon, so I make a couple dishes, I clean the house, and that's good. Yeah. Um, and that's all we have to do and then clean up afterwards. But um, So that's what we did yesterday. The, the sad part is as you get older, you guys probably are seeing this a little bit, the crowd goes down. So yeah. We used to have like twenty that came, and now there's like ten. Um, so the crowd just gets smaller. So this year they have COVID. My in-laws do, so they weren't able to come. But sorry to hear that. Okay. Yeah, you know, uh, it took me three years to catch COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, it there <laughs> was all that time. Like I, I dodged it like Mario. Mm-hmm. And the and all the flamethrowers coming around, spinning around, mm-hmm. and I'd somehow. But after that three year mark, it was like, gotcha. It took me <laughs> two and a half, and um, 
here's the funny thing. So it started in March and then ish started before that they announced it in march and then everything was shut down until what june so about three months and um the the weekend that all the restaurants started reopening we were like woohoo let's go out so we went to three and um i ended up with legionnaires (laughs) from it and in the hospital with that which is weird because all the symptoms are very similar to covid but i tested negative for covid still was on oxygen and stuff like that um, and actually had to go in the hospital twice for it. And I contacted a lab on the north side of Indianapolis and asked them if they had an uptick in cases for Legionella. And they said yes. Um, they went on to tell me that the Board of Health for Indiana had requested that restaurants flush their water systems. But they didn't require it, nor did they enforce it. Something so, we didn't hear on the news, I'm most certain. Exactly. It, nobody was talking about that. It, it didn't belong to their their, their propaganda, right? right? It didn't fit. It wasn't the, part of the narrative, <laughs> right? They're so often uh, all up in their. Uh, <laughs> they're all narrative. up in our Kool Aid, but we're not up into theirs. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I heard a I heard a song. It said, uh, uh, "Let's see here. I can't remember how it goes now." Yeah, uh, if you lie, if you uh, if if the uh, lie, if you lie to the government. Uh, Oh man, I can't remember. Uh, there's, it's it's from a rapper called Tom McDonald. If you've never heard of yeah. him, uh, he's, he's pretty amazing. Um, but he yeah he, he's uh, he said if you lie to the government, uh, it's basically they'll they'll put you in prison. Oh, if you lie to the government, they'll put you in prison. But if they lie to us, it's called being a politician. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I'm not a good, I'm not a hip hop artist. Yeah, obviously. It's true. <laughs> eventually yeah, yeah. <laughs> i've had i biden through it didn't i <laughs> yes. a little bit of bumbling yes bumbling and stumbling but you when, made it if you were doing that you would have said when i was a rapper <laughs> yes. yeah yeah when i was a rapper and i wrote this song <laughs> this is how it and went. i grew I grew up in the african-american community because <laughs> yeah. you know hanging out with corn pop and the boys he was a bad dude bad dude yeah, no, COVID, COVID. Uh, I guess in the end, a lot of people, uh, Donald, old Donnie Trump, there, he he always called it the China virus. I guess in the end, I just listed as the government virus. We call it the Chinese virus because it comes from China. Well, China. 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 Nah, China. <laughs> kind of sounds like a a little rapper girl too, wasn't it? China. All right. Okay. Yeah. Wrestler. Yes, and yeah, the wrestler. She she didn't she she made her stint in wrestling and. Then made her stint and other stuff, and then that was the end of that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, no, it, it just ends up leaving us in that notion. We've got a government that overreaches on so many levels, and and I just, uh, for me, I, I have been, I did at one point test positive, but I never had any symptoms. Mm-hmm. None of it. Mm-hmm. And it's so. It's like a bad flu for me. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, bad thing, but we've got a government that overreaches on so many different levels. And uh, now, don't you just love the government? Oh golly, yeah, <laughs> I, I love them. I love them about like trying to remove a tick off your butt. <laughs> <laughs> Never quite sure until you go to the doctor, huh? Yep. Or you get the honey. <laughs> Can you help me? <laughs> is it a pimple or is it a tick? I can't turn around that far. Nope. Not anymore. Uh, no, so. <laughs> we 
I got you, you didn't, ready to fall out you of didn't know I was a contortionist also oh. in my in a previous life. Apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> not in this one. Not in this one. <laughs> they, yeah, but uh, the government sure can reach as far as they like, can't yeah. they? Yeah, and and uh, boy, are they divided. Not an original, not an original thought in their heads. Not um, yet, not yet. It, it doesn't even matter which side of the equation you look at. And um, I kind of think we kind of got a topic on that, don't we? Um, we do, but I think I, I was I was going to say that we're you know that we're talking about like civics that was like with yes, uh, yeah, yeah, and so that's lost. Cam, you didn't have that in school, I don't think. Mm-mm. No, and so civics is is that is the, is talking about the ideals of government and, and the things that happen in government, but allows you to um, discuss them in a civil manner. So even if you're from opposite uh, ends of an ideal. Um, p- politically speaking, um, you can civilly discuss it and come to an endpoint, come to a, an impasse where it allows allows for a, a result that hopefully both uh, parties can uh, agree to. That's been lost on this generation. That's why they're so uh, butthurt about everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, butt ticked. Yeah, <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna come up with a new Full phrase yeah. on that one. Well, and they've gotten rid of having uh, the their traditional family, so there is no they they don't even know how to go, honey, because they don't have honey to yell for, because they're told that they can do whatever. Yeah. Right? Um. If you feel right, you're right, and anyone tells you different, that's what's wrong. It's been enforced. So, yes. And you know all of this division, and I say that a lot of that's it's been enforced through through the Democrats. Um, and a lot of this progressiveness, as they say, um, well, don't let the, don't let the Republicans off the hook. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, uh, they're right up there. Um, they're the fuel that flames the fires of the dissension in the ranks of politicians. I mean, they're both bringing, they're both bringing extra wood to the fire. That's what I was thinking about that article we were talking about. Do you all the things that Congress can do now, even though the Senate is a different, um, like is Democrat now majority? Um, do you think they're going to do anything? Because I don't. Well, with the with the House majority, they 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 have the the ability to do a stopgap and expose things. So that's actually what Front Page Magazine talked about this week. Um, what the GOP can do to uh, do in a divided government. Uh, now that the Republican ha- uh, Republicans have a slim majority in the House, they need to use all the powers available to them to slow down the Dems' abuse of power and assault on the Constitution. And boy, have they made an assault on the Constitution. It's just two years, and gosh, I didn't think we'd be this far down. Uh, this means both now and the next term, no bipartisanship, no preemptive cringes on uh, to ward off media attacks, and no negotiations over raising the debt ceiling. For example, that... Uh, that don't get some substantive concessions for pruning back the Democrats' fiscal uh, excesses. Uh, come January, the most obvious actions are um, House committee hearings and investigations. Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, along with Jim Jordan, Ohio, we like Jim Jordan a lot. Um, he's one of my heroes, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, James uh, Comer from Kentucky and other representatives have already announced possible hearings on numerous issues. The origins of covid the symbolic withdrawal from Afghanistan, the porous southern border. Um, my goodness, these are really big topics. The, the, uh, the politicizing of federal law enforcement uh, and Biden's student loan forgiveness scheme. Because, boy, was that a scheme. 
and under Hunter Biden's influence peddling. <clears throat> About the latter, uh, Comer said, we are going to make it very clear that this is now an investigation of the president. Uh, in addition, how the, the House will have the power to boot Dems from committees, as Speaker-elect Kevin McCarthy has promised. Uh, then there's the power to pass articles of impeachment, not just to, uh, not just of the president, but of officials like A.G. Merrick Garland, FBI Chief Christopher Wray, and Homeland Security, uh, Social, uh, Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, on whose watch nearly 4 million illegal aliens have crossed the border. Without the control of the Senate, however, a conviction is impossible. Though the House investigation that precedes the vote on articles of impeachment can be a potent way to consolidate and publicize the administration's many failures and violations of the Constitution. Because, um, man, have they overran the Constitution and stomped on it like it was something to wipe their muddy shoes on. Daily, um, unfortunately. And these dealings that are on the laptop from hell um, that, that Trump so uh, aptly coined um, when these when these financial transactions, amongst the other things that are on that laptop, come out, and the, these financial transactions, I think I think that they're gonna they're gonna show just how corrupt, on the, at least on the financial side, this administration, former Vice President Biden, the big guy, likely, um, uh, was in colluding. He was the real Russian collusion. He was the re- he's. Uh, I think I think we we could almost just about say that. I think he was the real collusion. And that's what, whenever they're pointing the fingers, they got four fingers pointing back, back at him, right? That's why Trump always had his, had his hand out like this where he had all five. You're fired. Yeah, when he said, you're fired, he <laughs> wanted to make sure that they knew that there was no fingers pointing back at him because it, it, uh, it, it was saying exactly what was happening. Whereas um, all along they were saying, Trump, Russia, Russia, Russia. And, uh, well, look where we are. And these things need to be exposed because a lot of people have no clue. Um, I have to tell you, though, they get exposed through, like, the Senate hearings, C-SPAN, things like that. There are no other friends that I have that watch that. It's not yeah. going to come out in the mainstream media. And in order for people to actually know about it, they're have to, they have to rely on alternative news sources. Like and, shows like this. Exactly. Plug. or and, and in order to do that, they have to know about it. Yeah. Yeah. Or. So tell your friends. Watch C-SPAN. What are you doing? Exactly. Get out there. <laughs> Tell them to watch Faith, Family, and Politics. What are you doing with your life otherwise? Right. <laughs> so that's what I'm afraid of. Like, it can come out, but it's not going to come out. Does that make sense? Yeah. And, and well, I mean. The information's going to be there, but people have to take the initiative to find it. Yes. Yeah. Like we all Completely. do. Or to push it out. <laughs> right. Yeah. We have the uh, the majority of of people, um, unfortunately, in this country because they're they're so comfortable in this we're so comfortable in this country. A lot of people, majority again, they just don't know, and they're they're if they if they are voting, they're uninformed voters, yeah. or they're looking at the la- the, the very last ad they see before mm-hmm. they leave the house. Democrats knows knows know that, and so that's why they uh, uh, let's see uh, let's look at uh, Fetterman versus Oz. They uh, Oz, I think it was. Um, I think it was like twelve and a half million that was spent there somewhere. Twelve and fourteen somewhere in there, seventy to seventy-five million that was spent on Fetterman. Now, um, if if you're a, an ad seller, is that Fetterman or Fetterwoman? 
<laughs> I mean, did he legally well, change? We have his to name? answer what is a woman first. Okay. <laughs> I don't know that he can. Because a woman is someone who identifies as a woman. And those, they're the only people you can ask. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's what I was told. Okay. Well, that's what a Z he, told me. He's he's either he's either for it or against a lot of things, and we're not quite sure. But I think um, God in America kind of had the answer when we saw the flags fall to the ground. In a very patriotic fashion, he just, I'm John Fetterman, and I'm for you. But yeah, if if you're, let's say, let's well, I mean, this is a question for the table, really. Let's say you you're you're a television station. You're you're there to make money. Let's be honest, right? You're there to make money because that's what that's it's a revenue generating business. Um, and I come to you and I say, uh, I've got uh, a little bit of uh, my fourteen million dollars to hand to you so you can run ads on your station. And then uh, you go to your next meeting, and I say, Well, I've got seventy million dollars, and I'll give you a slice of that that pie. Whose slice? Of the pie, are you going to probably take if you just get your economic blinders on? Uh, you know, for that for that session, whose money are you probably going to take? You're probably going to take that bigger slice of pie, aren't you? Oh no, you're going to take both. Mm-hmm. Just you're the amount take both, of time. But you're, but well, fourteen million dollars gets you fourteen seconds. Right. Yeah. Seventy or seventy-five million gets you seventy or seventy-five minutes or seconds seconds you <laughs> well know. it might get you minutes after after yeah. you cross a certain threshold yeah, it might just exactly. get you minutes and uh even if you say hello good night that's that's how he opened up his side of the debate <laughs> i still don't get that um so I, I, I still have troubles believing that that many people voted for a glass of water i guess it's, it's essentially all he is he's just he's just a a a a human body that's filled with water, and then they stuck him up there, and they said, "Here you go." I'm not surprised at all. <laughs> um, if you read like a, a news post, for example, or somebody's somebody that's semi-public, a tweet or whatever, and then you, I always look at the comments. Yeah. Now I know there's bots, but I also know there's a whole lot of people posting these comments too. And the majority of them I'm seeing are not godly people. They're not conservatives, no. um, especially in the younger generations who are the ones using social media the most, right? Yeah. Um, I don't, I'm not surprised. I, I know so many people that have their head buried in the sand and want it that way. Well, they not don't that, want to know. But they get their news from TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. A Chinese-run yeah. corporation. Yeah. But uh, Cam's laughing, surprised. but I, do you get your news from TikTok, Cam? I don't get my news from anything <laughs> but this podcast. That's right. That's a good, good way to do it, sir. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> Bring you back on. You know what, Cam? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write a letter, raise for you. You're going to double what you're getting now. All right. It's <laughs> a whole lot of Carry nothing. the one. Carry the zero. <laughs> I got two zeros. Uh, well, <laughs> for for the love of the game, beautiful, beautiful, yeah, love yeah. it. Love it. All, love our it. whole crew is, is is you know they they show up week in and week out, and I love them. It's hard not to tear up to think about it because I, I I actually I you know I I, I talk about it. I, I always usually have to go to a speech uh, a little bit of, uh, uh, to talk about these guys because um, you know I, I question it myself. Should we keep doing this show? Should we keep pushing? And uh, you know because we're we're small, you know, right now. And, uh, but I believe we're going to get, I believe it's going to be 
Huge. Um, Huge. I, <laughs> I believe that this is going places. And um, every time I have those little doubts or I say, God, am I supposed to be doing this? One of these guys reaches out to me and says, hey, what's going on this week? Or hey, like, there's, there's always that little bit of something. Mm-hmm. Or um, my sister, she messaged me the other day. And she's like, I watched the last couple episodes. I'm so proud of you. You know, you're put, you're, you're putting out the the word of the Lord. And I'm like, thank you, Lord, for, to, for answering through my, my friends and my family. And, um, I'm knowing that my sister watches is pretty cool because, <laughs> you know, it's kind of time for her to start putting input into the system. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and so it's, it's really cool to know that, she, that, uh, yeah. she's watching it, but no, it's it's just, we're, that we're reaching people We're we're right. doing, and maybe, maybe it is on a small scale. Um, but if just one person finds the Lord and then they go vote red, um, I've done my job and these, this crew has done their job and I love it. (laughs) And I see Sterling over there smiling from ear to ear. So I know that he agrees with me. Correct, sir. (laughs) Shaking his head. Yes. (laughs) I roll this show with an iron fist, by the way. I don't know if you know that. (laughs) Um, but yeah, (laughs) he said the bruises. (laughs) Lots of lashings. Yes. Uh, right, Cam? <laughs> He's shaking his head yes. Uh, well, even though he could have s- spoke up into the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not for us. It's for the viewers. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Absolutely. We're here for them. And uh, I'll tell you who's, who else is here for you is, is the railway workers. And uh, coming from Breitbart Bright Bart this week, binding my way through something else. Yes. Um, Slightly. Yeah. You'll be all right. That you can describe America with one word. Um, so the railway strike, seen as increasingly inevitable, threatens to derail. That was pretty clever there. Threatens to derail economy ahead of holidays. Uh, in September, Secretary of Labor Marty Walsh brokered a tentative deal between rail unions and rail carriers, while President Joe Biden and Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg. Um, uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, we're out of town, conveniently. Um, union concerns centered around sick time and scheduling, and Walsh's uh, work appeared to have avoided a strike that had the potential for far-reaching consequences on American econo- the American economy. However, the deal has fallen to pieces. Surprise, surprise, when Biden's involved. And the clock is ticking as a December, 9, uh, December 9th strike looms. On Monday, members of Smart Transportation Division, the largest rail union involved in September's negotiations, voted against the agreement, as Bloomberg Law's Ian Colgren reported. Uh, Three other unions rejected the proposed agreement as well, while several unions had agreed to the terms. Um, If the rail companies and unions fail to broker a new deal, Congress could, quote, intervene and impose contract terms on railroad workers, like you talked about, Deb, that overreach, um, as it did during the last rail strike in 1992, 30 years ago. Why are we repeating history? Um, the Associated Press reported that. Most trusted name in news, of course. Um, <clears throat> if neither potential solution materializes, a strike would take effect early next month. In that scenario, American consumers could be plagued with far-reaching economic turmoil and congressional intervention would become increasingly likely. Oh, um, Jared Cassidy, the alternative legislative director for Smart Transportation Division, noted that he has tapered expectations regarding the rail company's willingness to further 
negotiate with unions, asserting that the potential for Congress to get involved gives the carriers leverage to withhold concessions, according to Colgren. Cassidy also implied that the strike is looking inevitable. As well as it should. In the end, when you tell someone you get sick, you lose your vacation time. So you, you've, you've, got, you've got the government looking at women birthing people and telling them <laughs> they, can, they can have a special allowance and then the company needs to you know, kind of keep them on the books to have that baby. And so they have the baby. They get all this time. So you can, you can work up to, say, five months, and then you can have, um, or no, four months before your birth. You got four months and then five months after the child is born. Yeah, maternity leave. Off work, your maternity and then there's leave. paternity leave, which yes. paternity leave, it blows my mind. If you're the dad, I mean, maybe a couple of weeks, you get a couple of weeks home with the baby, that's cool, but you're, you're provide and protect. That's what you're supposed to be doing. Exactly. And so you, you've got that, but now you're telling these guys, no, no, your two weeks of vacation time, you're just going to have to use that if you're sick. If your wife has complications and she's got to be in the hospital a couple extra days, um, you're losing your vacation time. It's like, that's not real. Or it's unpaid. Yeah, or, well. Oh, yeah, you're just unpaid. losing money. Yeah. You're just losing money. And, and you know, I kind of grasp that because I know how, I know how um, our contracts run and um, running the collective bargaining for that. It's it's not fun. It. um you have to go in. Both parties need to go in with legitimate, legitimate ideas. Is how that yeah. needs to work. When the government gets involved, then it just ends up being one sided. Well, because somebody said, "Let's take the foot off the gas," because the government could get involved. So I don't even have to worry about negotiating because yes. they're just going to come in and overreach anyway. Yes, I don't even have to worry about it. So they'll the government will want to get their way at the expense of the worker. So we've got a president that says. I'm not out for the tax dollars of the hardworking middle class. But, oh, yeah, by the way, we're going to come in and we're going to get involved in your contract talks and we're going to tell you what you're going to be paid and this is what you're going to have to accept because we're going to take control. That just brings in more of a socialist agenda. This is a capitalist country. Capitalism works. Yeah. Does there feel like at times there's some in uncertain unfairness? Yes. Well, I mean, it's going to happen with any system. But there's going to be that unfairness. Is, that is the part of growth. In order for a system to work, there has to be the checks and balances. But um, Alan's brought up the great the great point many times when he talks about capitalism. This is the only country in the world, because of capitalism, that you can have the financial mobility. To, to move from rags to riches. Hey, you can go, you can go from riches to rags too. If you, if you make a lot of mistakes. Yeah. Um, but you know, this is the only country in the world that you can make that kind of class mobility. And, 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 it's, and I'll it's just reiterate what he's brought up because it's such a good point. Yeah. It's, it's the other thing that's interesting. Um, now they'll want to get involved into a union talk, but how often do you see them getting involved in Silicon Valley? Or That's, big tech. Yeah, or big tech. Amazon. Pharma. Pharma. Yeah, oh, good golly. Um, they're, they're so far in bed with certain organizations 
they won't touch because that affects their money. So right now, um, it just, it really feels as though it's, it's a, it is an anomaly scam, a scam to the point that we'll start, we'll start, um, the avalanche with the pebble. The pebble has already been released. And unfortunately, who's going to get hit the American worker. They've messed us up on the supply chain. It was interesting. There was plenty of truckers. We were called essentials, essential workers. Mm-hmm. Um, you was going on about the restaurants. Um, you couldn't go in, but you could go through drive through mm-hmm. um, for five months. Or, or the greatest transfer of wealth. We could talk about that too, because yeah, uh, Amazon. You, yeah. Amazon was open. Well, Costco was still open as long as you put your compliance shield on, right? Yeah. Um, uh, are we okay over there in the booth? <laughs> All right. It was a, not going to give us anything. No, I don't care. We're fine. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm still, I'm, the common cold still exists. I don't know if you know that. Um, but yeah, Costco. And there's no vaccine for it. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Maybe, maybe there was nothing get, lightning about fixing that problem. Yeah. Trump, maybe, right. maybe we just Trump call it out on the seltzer. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, but if, if you're putting your compliance, uh, you know, shield on on for that, and the Costco and Walmart and all these big box stores, they they were still open, but mom and pop shops couldn't survive. Yeah, because they weren't essential. Didn't have the square footage. Well, yeah, it was well, like, it was the square footage why, issue. Why is it because your 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 store is twenty thousand square feet, and my my square uh, my my foot square footage in my store is maybe a hundred square feet? Now I've got to shut down, and I'm not essential. But I, we can still social distance in my store. We just have to be fewer people mm-hmm. yeah. at a time. But, you know, I Well, venture I to say a lot of the mom and pop shops were never, never getting, you know, 20 and 30 people in there at a time. They never were. Now, that, that you know, that's kind of falls to be the shame of the consumer. But um, if you find a place that you love to shop in, by all means, shop there. Um, if they're selling American, definitely shop there. And that's, that's kind of one of the things that we're just gotten away from. But when we don't know how to take care of our own, and that's the problem with America, you, we, we can, we can complain about the government and their overreach, but in the end, man, the American worker, we don't look out for each other. Um, that's the problem with our society today. We, we, uh, we come on here, we make a good Make a fair amount of fun about, we're, we're, about the government. We're trying to do what we can. Yeah. This is this we're, is we're what we're to, doing. Yeah, exactly. We're we're trying to we're trying to get the end result is is waking up America, yeah. and let them know enough, that enough Americans what, wake up. What runs America? Yeah, boats, trucks, and trains. trains. I think you had some statistics. I do. On that. I want to talk about those statistics for a minute. Um, in that same article, it mentions that railroads haul 40% of the nation's freight each year. Um, That's almost ra- half, guys. Yeah. <laughs> the rail strike would cost the economy $2 billion a day, and 700,000 jobs would be lost because manufacturers who rely on railroads shut down. Um, and then they're going to try possibly to transfer to truckers, but we already know we're short on truckers. And the diesel's an issue. So, I mean, if we thought we had a supply chain issue before, this one's going to be way worse if this goes They're not drilling for anything new. No. 
Just just taking it away from uh, heating our homes, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, did you hear about that? So they uh, <laughs> for the diesel issue, they're taking diesel like oil from Maine, yeah. and the oil they're taking because they're running out in the reserves is actually supposedly dedicated to home heating, and we're going into winter in the east. So it's just yeah. dumb. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's almost like we had a pipeline that was in construction. Uh, what yes. was the name of that? Uh, Keystone. Keystone. You know, close <laughs> to Yellowstone, Keystone. Yeah. yeah. Open the Keystone Pipeline! <laughs> Do it. <laughs> like now, yesterday. Yes. Mm-hmm. Months ago. Months it's, ago. Yeah. I don't know how many thousands but, of jobs. I think it was like 62,000 yeah, jobs there that we could have had yeah. in this. Well, Added to this yeah, economy, there, there was, inflation wouldn't be so bad. Here we have a topic that the government wants to reach in and resolve this conflict with the unions. When they've jacked up everything else. When they've jacked up other unions. Really, do you guys really want the government coming in to write your contract for you? Figure it out. Because um, Biden flat out said, he, he told... He told the Keystone Pipeline workers, we'll find a job for you in the windmill companies that will be here in America. I haven't seen a windmill company yet. Mm-hmm. So with that stated, why in the world are we continuing to allow a government overreach, overspend, and overexplain? Where's the accountability? Yeah, where's the accountability? And And no one is... No one is saying, well, wait a minute, back up. You are not addressing what we need as a country. And it starts with the people. We've got to start standing up. We've got to start standing up. Question them. I've talked about that before. Yeah. Remember that they're representatives. They are not your leaders. I am so tired of that terminology being used. Every time I turn on a television, I find them saying, you're, Oh, the leader of this and the leader of this, this leader. They're not leaders. Representatives. Mm-hmm. Get that word out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. Unless he's standing at the pulpit and your pastor is, is preaching, he might be your leader. He's leading, leading your, uh, your uh, congregation, hopefully to heaven, if he's using the 66 books of the truth in the Bible, right, right Cam? But Truth. <laughs> thank you. Uh, but... <laughs> slid that right in yeah we have to right um but you got to make sure that they know that they're representatives and we are to question them every single step of the way and let them know that they are accountable for their actions and if they're not standing up for the right things and check in on them and do your research and find out exactly what they're up to because if they're if they're uh, a, a huge failure huge failure like biden um, you might have find out that the Iranian supreme leader uh, um, talking bad about him, and, uh, just like he did here in a, in a recent speech. So the Washington Free Beacon, our, our final article of the week, the Iranian supreme leader mocks Biden as demented uh, as nuclear deal negotiations stall. Iranian supreme leader uh, Ali Khamenei uh, mocked President Joe Biden as poor, uh, poor demented man. Uh, and led the crowd in chance of death to America during a speech on state uh, on on state television on Saturday. Biden turned eighty on Sunday, and his age and declining mental sharpness have been in, um, been a matter of public speculation since his election in twenty twenty. That would actually been under any speculation for a very long time for a lot of us. Yeah, uh, the rest of you just need to start paying attention. Victory um, from the basement. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. He had like what twelve whole people at each one of his. If if he had that at yeah. each one of if his. If he uh, had that, <laughs> we call it the so-called rallies. Yeah, I think I think I've been to like restaurant famous. rallies, <laughs> the restaurant rallies with more people in it than, than his than his political rallies. Um, even the ones that was his, his with, rallies got more. He's uh, his rallies have less people at them than Chick Fil A has employees at any given time. <laughs> And I'm trying to give him a couple Oof. people right there. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah, just saying. Yeah, you're doing, I'm, I'm trying to give him a few people. Yeah, and well, they're a lot more polite too. It's a yeah. Great, oh yes. It's a pleasure to serve you. Yes. Uh, Kameni's comments come as the Biden administration said this week it is still uh, it is still interested in reaching a nuclear deal with Iran, uh, despite reported stalemate in, in negotiations and the Iranian government's uh, ongoing violent crackdown on nationwide anti-government protests. And Khamenei's speech, uh, which was translated by the Middle East Media Research Institute, uh, the Iranian leader claimed that the Islamic Republic's advancement was intoler- uh, intolerable and uh, unbearable for the West. Um, he criticized the U.S. Uh, presidents since the 1979 Iranian revolutions, uh, singling out Donald Trump as a dope and B- uh, Biden as demented. Um, and I, th- I think you had uh, something on that, Crystal, about <laughs> what 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 that that uh, that comment being made about Trump? Yeah, so it's so he's saying it now when Trump isn't in power. But where was he then? He wasn't saying it then. I think, did he hand him a saber? I'm not for sure. I don't. Know yeah, he, I think he, he was buddies with him. Yeah, high fiving and kissing no, the tip was, on his butt. I think. No, <laughs> so th- this wasn't the same guy he sent. Uh, Trump sent the picture to. I said, "We here here just just so you know," I said. Here's your home. This is where you're at right now. Why did you send me this? Well, if you do anything wrong, I just want you to know we know where you're at. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wasn't that him or was that? Yeah, him? I, I think I, I the, think it's him. I don't I, I'm not 100 percent on the that. Leader of the Taliban. Hey, help us do some research. Find out about that. Yeah. 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 Um, and yeah, everybody, it's physically here. We'll hopefully we'll, we'll find that for you, and we'll talk about it in a future episode. So. Um, he said America is the, at the forefront of the, uh, this campaign by the enemy, and said uh, Khamenei. Uh, all the American presidents in decades that have passed since the revolution have fought the Islamic Republican on the front. Uh, some of them dropped dead, and some, of the, uh, some have cast in the, uh, the garbage bin of history, even, even if still alive. Um, this uh, includes the previous, he's talking about Trump, uh, calling him a dope, and this poor demented incumbent guy, Biden, which he's right about that. Um, at one point in the speech, the crowd launched into a, a, a chant of death to America. The Biden administration still holds out hope, however, that it, it can reach a nuclear deal with Iran, despite concerns from members of Biden's own party that uh, the agreement uh, wouldn't hinder, uh, hinder <laughs> Iranians' nuclear ambitions, uh, would end up sending more funding to the terrorist financing regime. Uh, U.S. Ambassador to Israel Tom Nides this week said a nuclear deal with Iran is not off the table. Um, and that's in quotes there. Um, Although the Biden administration is nowhere close, also in quotes, to reaching agreement with the regime. Of course. Unless they read the art of the negotiation or the art of the deal. Art of the deal. They're not going to get anything. It's a good book. I like it. On the table. (laughs) They're not going to get anything on the table. Yeah. Yeah, there was a uh, president of the United States, number 45, he wrote that book. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, they're talking about a deal with Iran. <laughs> and 
and they don't know how to negotiate anything. Their culture is completely different. <laughs> I think the, their, their negotiations is, uh, uh, which one uh, can I cover up today, I guess? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Or, or well, I'm, I guess they're wondering how many homosexuals they can throw off the top of a building because they do that on a regular yeah. basis too. Yeah. They don't do that in this country. People talk about how, how hateful we are in this country to the, the LGBT alphabet soup community. Um, you're not getting thrown off top buildings. Mm-hmm. That only happens there. Or out yeah. of planes. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, we talked earlier about, uh, you know, uh, the pullout of Afghanistan. Same thing there. They, they don't, uh, they don't much care for the community there either. Um, we don't kill dogs. No, <laughs> we're definitely not chewing on them. Um, no. like, in, like in China, um, <laughs> China. <laughs> so, you know, I think there's, there's lessons to be learned here. Uh, former vice president Biden, uh, is, is coming from a position of uh, weakness he doesn't know. There's no strength there. There's no strength to be had, even though he'll try to tell you that Corn Pop was a bad dude. Um, a bad dude. He's forgotten how how uh, um, that mentality. Obviously, um, forgotten a lot. Yeah, I don't know where he, I don't know if he knows where he is half the time. And poor, <laughs> poor Jill, she's got to deal with it um, and help him from keep him from shaking hands with ghosts. This man is representing this country. He's not the leader of the free world. Uh, there never was a president that was never the leader of the free world. He's the representative of the free world. You're who he's representing. You are. Mm-hmm. Remember that when you go to vote. You are who they represent. And the best I can tell, Democrat, Republican, Libertarian, Independent, a lot of them just are not standing up for what is needed for this country. They've forgotten, and we just live in a society that just doesn't, we don't, we don't take a look. You can go out and ask simple questions, and they have no knowledge of it. When it comes to the Constitution, with a Bill of Rights, they don't know any of it. Even down to family structures. Yes, even yeah. down to family structures. So um, the viewpoint of what is a woman, okay, we've got to define that. No, you don't need to define it. It's, it's easy. And uh, so with that stated, yeah. it just we've got to do Professor better. Rodriguez defined it on episode 12 of Laughing Libertarian. If you go back and watch that, find the episode 12, episode 12 of Laughing Libertarian. Very beginning of that episode, Professor Rodriguez, also known as Louis Rodriguez, host of Rodriguez Rants, um, he he spells it out for you. If you don't know what a woman is, go back and watch that, and it'll get explained. It's broken down very well. Uh, they're shaking their heads in the booth over there as well, right, because we know it's <laughs> in video, so yeah, there's it's in, pictures. Oh, oh, it's in video, so it's, 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 moving it's pictures, <laughs> moving pictures. <laughs> so for those of you who are uh, audio only listeners, you're, you're going to have to, you know, hop on over to rumble or YouTube to, to, to catch that out, uh, catch that. But I'm telling you, it's going to be worth it because you might learn something. You'll learn what a woman is. Um, and you won't need it to be defined for you. Like, uh, to, to Kanji Jackson Brown. I think I said her name, right? Who cares? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, think. I always like the Corrine Jean-Pierre. I think it's Karen. 
She just doesn't want to be called Karen. I'm waiting for a reporter to say, okay, Karen, <laughs> press conference. Because uh, it's spelled that way. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, uh, hopefully we can, we can petition uh, Peter Ducey to do it. Cause that would be so funny. He always asks the best hey, questions. Yeah. <laughs> he, he asks, he asks her questions that, that gets her so flustered. You'd think her eyelashes is about to fly off of her head. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, I, 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 as much as I didn't like uh, her predecessor, uh, Saki, at least she could answer a question. <laughs> Could uh, she? She could. She could answer a question. Now, she might sidestep, but at least she gave it an I effort. She was good at faking it. She was, yeah. She was faking it till she made it. Mm-hmm. But, uh. <laughs> we don't even have and, that and now. And now she's on MSNBC, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know. Yeah, okay. Uh, other most so trusted she, name in news. She made it. <laughs> she, well, she, you know. I mean. Can't, it's the can't, big time now. I can't talk too bad about that because, uh. One of the best press secretaries I've ever seen, McEnany. She's she is over there on Fox News and she's running her own show over there. So um, I see that we see that happen a lot, and I think uh, a lot of your moderates would say um, that they don't like that when you see um, political um, positions of power, like a press secretary, end up in the news and being part of the the, the press. So I, I can I can I understand that point. I think that okay, there, so are, there are exceptions to that rule. Who deals with the press and then right. ends becomes part of the press? <laughs> I'm I'm not shocked. I mean, yeah, it's it's you know that should be the that should be the norm. I mean, uh, look at Arizona. Didn't someone from the press corps shoot for the stars of Arizona? Yeah, Carrie. Yeah. yeah. So, so, but a lot, but a lot of people, a lot of people do have a problem with that. But I, I do understand where they're coming. I'm not saying I understand where they're coming from. I can see where they might. Uh, they might look at that and and think that there is is corruption to it. I understand. I'm I'm not saying that I agree with it. I'm saying I understand it. Right. There's a lot of things that I understand that I don't agree with. Well, listen, I I, <laughs> I know you love football, but I'm not going to. If I've got to pick between Jeff Saturday and you, I'm gonna pick Jeff Saturday to be my announcer at a football game. Well, you might. Want to yeah. pick him to be your coach as well? Because well, yes, I would have more of a problem if it were the other way around. I think. Yeah. If some member of the press became the press secretary, well, I think that's I what happened with Jen. Jen Saki was actually. Yeah. She was a member of the press. Right, and I think I became a press secretary and then went back to working for the press. I think I would have more <laughs> of a problem with that than I would the other way around. Yeah. Although, to your point. When you're a press secretary, you're paid by an administration, which is going to be a D or an R. So there is natural bias in that. Can you drop yeah. that when you leave the press? They secretary? definitely don't. They never do. Mm-hmm. And and as and much as I like, I think people have a problem with it. Yeah, as much as I like McEnany, she's 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 only on ever on the Republican side. And uh, I, like I said, I I can see why people. I understand it. I don't agree with it. But I understand it. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes, you know, you know, some reporters you just, all you see is what's stupid, and you report on that, and then you've got the others. But they're, but they're just out there trying to feed you the propaganda, right? Yeah. They're, trying to, they're trying to feed you the propaganda. So what I'm saying is, and I said it earlier, do your own research. Make sure you're yeah. getting on your favorite search engine, um, albeit. I, and don't go to gonna, the top site. 
Yeah, well, the, don't just go to well, Google. Yeah, don't, don't just yeah, don't yeah. just go to the the first one. I, I, but I, what I'm saying is, like is duck, you know, kind of um, the the first story on it. Don't let that be your only source. Oh, definitely not. Go, go through, hit a couple, make sure things are lining up. Dig and look at both sides. Yeah. Ask your own yeah. questions. Right. Yes. Yeah. Use your critical thinking skills, please. Um, really, really dig. Try to try to think about everything that's encompassed in that information that you're you're pulling out. Don't don't just accept it for what it is, or or go. Oh, they said this, so this must be the way it is. Um, if you maybe you maybe you don't like Trump, but you can you can know one thing about him. When he said fake news, he was telling the truth one hundred percent all day long. You can disagree with him on on just about anything else, and and I'm fine with that because I'm I, I understand where a lot of those people are coming from because his tweet his tweets were mean, whatever. But when he said fake news, he was telling you the, the honest to God's truth. It's fake news, um, and that's why we have shows like this. You can come over here, and 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 find, you know, a little bit of that truth, hopefully. And, and but don't take my word for it. That's that's the other thing that they're not going to tell you that on CNN. They're not going to say, don't take my word for it. They're going to say, take my word for it, and my truth is the only truth. No, I'm telling you, this is how you know we're honest on this show, is that we want you to do your own research and make up your own mind. We have a point of view, certainly, and maybe we're going to... what we say. Yeah, and maybe we're going to be biased to, to our point of view, but you need to find out what the truth is. What is the 100% truth? With that, Dad, I think you can... Yep. I think we can. Gracious Heavenly Father, we just give you praise going on first for our salvation, Lord. We thank you that we could come together, Lord, in this show, get into your word, realize that we need to walk as close to you as Enoch did, Lord. That way you can carry us right on home in our time pointed, Lord. We ask, Lord, now as uh, we go through, we just ask that all the viewers critically think upon the topics at hand. Don't just trust what what uh, Mama B says or or what MSNBC or even Fox News or Newsmax. Don't just trust one side of the equation. Dig deep, just like we need to be digging deep in your word in order to save our land, to save the people. We need to dig deep to know the truth, the absolute truth. Jesus said he's the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by him, Lord. So we ask that let all of those that don't know, Lord, come to the understanding that you are the way, Jesus. You died upon that cross to save the hearts of everyone that will hear the word and believe. We just ask now, Lord, uh, just let us, as we separate now from the show, Lord, bring us back that we can enjoy another show, Lord. Let us see the the content reaction that we desire, Lord. Let the people raise questions and uh, give give us comments and feedback to help us to grow the show the way it needs to grow, Lord. We ask all of this in Jesus' blessed and holy name. Amen. Amen. That was my father, Gary Moore, host of More on the More. So, um, yeah. always yeah, always great to be here. Just keep an eye on the show. We've got quite a bit of church content available, but uh, sooner or later we'll get into more of the one-on-one and the two um, talking with a few other people. Usually it'll be 
it'll be shore shore side we'll be doing some fishing and uh, talking over different topics and just go from there it'll be a good time fishing for fish and being fishers of men yes yeah. exactly exactly <laughs> and then uh, next to him we have our very special guest crystal Rosati. 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 I got a guy. Rosati. <laughs> <laughs> I said it wrong on purpose because I wanted to get the <laughs> Rosati. You got to get a guy. She's got a guy. Uh, and then across from her, we, we, we have our very good friend, Cameron Reed. Always a blessing to be back on the show. Yeah, it's a pleasure to have you and, and do know that he's, he's working very hard on a lot of things for Revolver and we appreciate him. So many prayers to him for for much strength. Uh, and I've been your host reminding you to do the right stuff like the new kids on the block, Joshua Cummins. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>